Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And today's episode, we are talking all about our epic elopement in Alaska on September 5th. It was a dream come true. It was the best day of our lives. And we are going to tell you all about it. (laughs) Are you excited, Todd? I am. Oh, cute. So first, I want to kind of give a little backstory about our love story. You kind of know the backstory of our professional lives and how we quit our jobs and and all that. But you don't really know how we met. And I think it's kind of adorable, especially since we were both divorced and kind of had not great marriages before. And we were very cynical and jaded about relationships and especially marriage when we first met. But we met in March of 2020. And if that date sounds familiar, it's because that's also when COVID kind of shut everything in the world down. So I was supposed to travel to Barcelona, Spain in March, and I had to cancel that trip because it was the epicenter of COVID. (laughs) And I needed something else to do with my time. So I was on Bumble, swiping left and right. And Todd and I had sparked up a conversation because we both went to the University of Illinois, which I thought that was really unique considering we both lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico at the time, but apparently there's lots of U of I engineers in Albuquerque, right, Todd? Yeah. Yeah. Big recruiting hotspot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we met up at Marble Brewery downtown for our first date and I was late. <laughs> Todd patiently waited for me and we had a great first date. He won me over because he had built out his Yukon for a month-long ski trip with his dog Otto, a German shepherd, and I had just finished living on the road for a year in 2019 out of a little camper. So the fact that he had kind of lived on the road for a while and built out his Yukon really just put stars in my eyes. <laughs> and his smile, what won you over that night? I think just hearing about like all of your travel and the whole like business owner, photographer, it was just like so non-traditional that at the time I just was like living such a boring life. So your story was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that night we kind of made plans for a second date the next week. And it was really that weekend that everything shut down because of COVID. And so when we did our second date, We didn't meet up at like a bar the way we had meant to. We actually went kind of hiking in the foothills in Albuquerque and had some beers on a rock and like watched the sunset. And he didn't even know when he proposed that idea that I had been like really wanting to do that exact thing, like basically watch the sunset from the mountains while drinking beer. It's like my idea of the like the perfect time. And we continued kind of dating and trying to social distance a bit because all my work was basically canceled or postponed. So I was just kind of living in my own little bubble in my apartment. But Todd 
was working on classified work and had to go into work to do that. So he was still around people and the precautions at that time weren't that great. So we kind of social distanced for a while. We would meet up at parks. He'd make me different cocktails that we would drink at the parks because like there were no rules during COVID, right? We would ask each other questions because we realized that our dates very quickly just revolved around talking about COVID and the pandemic. And so we would come prepared to ask each other like three to five questions. So we really got to know each other kind of on a deeper level. Yeah. And then we just kind of became each other's quarantine buddies. We made a decision not to socially distance anymore. We started camping, hiking. We introduced our crazy dogs. And it was only a few months into our courtship that Todd started talking about wanting to quit his job and join me kind of on the road doing videography. And we made that a reality. So that's our cute little love story. (laughs) So fast forward through kind of having a talk where we changed our minds because initially we were really both against marriage and then we changed our minds and said no actually maybe marriage would be cool and then getting engaged and then of course we're going to elope because that's kind of what we do for work and what aligns with our values and we wanted to do it big and also do it in a way that was different from all the couples that we were helping elope. So we work a lot in Colorado, in Utah, Hawaii, California, Arizona, like we go to all these places. So when we're trying to figure out a place to elope ourselves, first we had to decide like, are we doing mountains or desert? Because I love both. And I really couldn't decide. Todd was definitely more interested in mountains So where are some epic mountains that we've never been to before? We settled on Alaska. And I also, even though I hike all the time for other people's elopements, I didn't want to hike. So Alaska was perfect because we could just get helicopters to drop us off on the top of mountains instead of hiking. So that kind of solved two problems, which was like, what is a place with mountains we've never been before? And then also, how do we get to a very secluded private place to say our vows where I don't have to hike. (laughs) So we chose Alaska. I really didn't know anything about Alaska. I'll be honest. I didn't either. I knew it was cool. Really, like, weirdly was never on my list of places that I need to go, which was so dumb of me because it's like the coolest place ever. It's just straight up magical and epic and like otherworldly but neither of us knew that at the time and we did not want to visit there before we went there together for our elopement and I did very little research and settled on Seward (laughs) basically because there was a cool Airbnb that we could book called Salted Roots so I booked them like a year and a half in advance before we were engaged yeah (laughs) booked them quick and I was like that's it like I didn't want to go down all these rabbit holes planning stuff I was like I'm just gonna book something and go with it and then there were Seward helicopters and I reached out to them and they showed me some really amazing photos of places that they could take us and I was sold on that so we booked Seward helicopters and it was beyond what I ever thought it was gonna be 
Yeah, coolest day ever. And we do some really cool stuff. Yeah, we see cool places and create and plan cool elopements and execute elopements and go to some of the most beautiful places in the world on a regular basis. And it was crazy amazing. So planning the elopement was pretty easy. I mean, I had to get a dress. You had to get a suit. I already knew, again, before we were even engaged, we booked Henry too as our photographer because there was nobody else I could imagine photographing our day. If you don't know who Henry too is, he is like famous in our industry for just being the most talented photographer, storyteller, awesome human being. And he is just truly an awesome human being in real life as well and produced some amazing, stunning photos of us. So I knew Henry was going to be our photographer. I knew I wanted a Rudison dress. <laughs> and then we got flowers. We got hair and makeup. I have always wanted long hair, so I got hair extensions. <laughs> What else? Oh, we got photos of our dogs on little sticks so that we could bring them with us. And we got field notes, notebooks for our vow books. Like it was pretty easy. Like we didn't really need to do that much planning other than our vows. Like ever since we decided to get married, we've been like working on our vows here and there, right? You had a little note in your phone. I did too. Yeah, and a lot of the things that I like had taken notes on that I thought I was gonna say as I like started to actually compile them into like sentences and into paragraphs to read, a lot of the stuff got chopped, but that's how it goes. And so yeah, it was kind of a fun process to start early and then kind of see things evolve between when we started or when we got engaged and we started writing our vows and then when we finalized them the you know, the couple days right before, just to kind of see that come together. I mean, we hear people's vows dozens of times a year and mm -hmm. I have the fortunate job to listen to them over and over again when I'm editing and finalizing films. But um, yeah, writing them on our own was more challenging than I thought, actually. Yeah, it was a little challenging. I mean, I just had so many ideas and thoughts that I wanted to get across and I mean, we timed them out and Todd's vows were like eight minutes long. Mine were like six minutes long. That's pretty long for vows, you guys. Like for private vows, I mean, we've definitely heard people share vows that are only a couple minutes. So, you know, we knew we we're probably going to be like cold on the top of a mountain. <laughs> so we didn't want them to be too long, but we also wanted to make sure that we hit all the important parts. And I think we both wrote shockingly similar vows just talking about how lucky we are and we went from these like cynical divorced people to just being like maybe the universe wanted us together at the perfect right time and like I don't know it's very like we've turned into cheesy sappy people <laughs> yeah and as we were like getting close and like kind of finalizing the vows we kind of like said like we're probably going to end up saying the same thing. And turns out we said a lot of the same things, just in different words and different sentences. Yeah, so. we said lots of similar things. So let's let's talk about how the day went by. So we booked our vendors for eight hours. And also shout out to Caleb Clayton, who was our videographer. It was harder to find a videographer than I thought it was going to be because we really... I mean, the video itself was important to us, but we also wanted to hire somebody that would like add a 
a certain energy or vibe to the day. So we did, you know, reach out to quite a few videographers, had a few Zoom calls with them, and their work was fine, but like we didn't vibe with a few of them. One of them actually even like missed our Zoom call. And when we found out about Caleb and the fact that he had worked with Henry before, they worked great together on the day and he did add a fun vibe and and even his wife too. They were both really cool. I would definitely, I mean, I want to hang out with all of them again. I don't feel like we got enough time yeah. on our elopement day hanging out. <laughs> I agree. And I didn't realize even like being on the vendor side, how important that vibe was. I know when we like find our couples, we like, we want to vibe with the couples, mm-hmm. but the flip side of that, like being the couple wanting to find vendors to vibe with, like that was way more important than I had originally thought, which was surprising because I thought that I'd put a lot of value in that, mm-hmm. but it was super important. Yeah. The vibe was more important than the work. I think like their portfolio and their prices, like the vibe was the most important thing to us. I think like no matter what Henry and Caleb charged, we would have paid it. So yeah. So the day, I mean, we had both of our vendors for eight hours. I mean, I say this all the time, but eight hours isn't even enough. I don't think. I mean, and we did spend a lot of our time in a helicopter. So essentially the morning, what did we even do that morning? We just drank coffee and like slept in. Yeah, kind of hung out. I think you showered. Mm-hmm. I had to go in and get some lunch in town. Yeah. And just kind of tidied up and mm-hmm. pretty chill morning. Yeah. And then Tiffany came around noon, I think. Tiffany is the hair and makeup yeah, artist. Yeah, she's our hair and makeup artist. She was really sweet and cool and fun and made me feel so beautiful. She did my hair and makeup. And then while she was doing that and like we hung out while that was happening, like we didn't separate ourselves really until... I was like getting into my dress essentially, but Henry and Caleb and Caleb's wife, Amy, Amy, yeah, they all showed up and they kind of hung out with Todd at first. So they did some detail stuff like with our rings and vow books and flowers. And then they got some photos of Todd getting ready and video. And then Todd made some margaritas. Do you want to talk about the significance of our margaritas? (laughs) Yeah. So... Again, we were trying to like build a unique day that was special to us. And Megan and I's go-to cocktail is a margarita. And kind of from the beginning, like Megan had mentioned in the early days, I'd make different cocktails to drink on park benches and et cetera, et cetera. So from the beginning, we were into cocktails. And yeah, I wanted that to kind of be part of the day. Like, you know, spraying champagne, like that's not overdone. But it just didn't have like any significant value to us. But the margaritas did. So we thought that'd be fun as like a getting ready kind of, again, to build a story of what's important to us in our day. So I had the limes, tequila, had special tequila that we had drank when we got engaged down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just made margaritas. They captured it all. And then we ended up having them later, which we'll hold that story till we get to that part. Yeah. So, yeah, they, you guys, like, set it all up. You, like, rearranged the whole room, opened the garage door windows of the Airbnb and, like, had it all set up. Like, I'm envisioning them taking a few snaps of you, like, mixing the drink. But it was, like, all, like, it's like cooking show or something. It was really cute, though. Like, we only have our sneak peek photos and we don't even have the video. But it was, like, the way that Henry captured it was, like, legit. (laughs) 
<laughs> so once they finished with you, then I got into my dress and we got some getting ready photos of me and kind of twirling around my dress because the whole point of my dress was so that it would look dramatic blowing in the wind. That's like the whole reason why I got that dress. And then we went straight into a first look and luckily our Airbnb was like right on the beach, which is kind of like a gray rock beach at Resurrection Bay. So we just went out there. The wind was blowing a certain way and my dress looked awesome. (laughs) We had our first look moment. The first look moment was really important to Todd. Yeah, it was super important uh, because we don't get dressed up like ever. No, we don't. And I've seen you maybe in a dress a handful of times, Mm -hmm. um, but under obviously much different circumstances. And so I should say before what I thought, Hmm. it seemed like eternity from when Caleb and Henry positioned me to when I actually turned around and saw Megan. It probably was only just a few minutes, but it seemed like forever. Yeah, it wasn't that long, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. And anyway, so I turned around and it was like the dress was amazing. Megan was beautiful. Yeah, it just was... The location was crazy. It was stunning. The dress, again, I hadn't seen it before and was very different than I had would have ever imagined. And we see a good amount of dresses and it was way different than what I thought. I kept telling them it's unlike any dress because I've never seen it photographed or anywhere. And it was just really cool being in that moment. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. I really haven't thought about it a whole lot since it occurred, but yeah, it was just really cool. It was like our moment and it was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was just very sweet and it was cute seeing you in your suit and everything. And we just had a little moment on the beach there and then took a few photos and then went back inside and had some sandwiches. <laughs> We fueled up because after that was the helicopter adventure. So when I booked Seward Helicopters, I assumed we'd all be in the same helicopter because the only other helicopter I'd have been in was in Zion. And it could have fit like six to eight people or something. It was big. These helicopters could only fit four people max. So there was me and Todd and a helicopter pilot in one helicopter. And then in the other helicopter, there was Henry and Caleb And Elise, I think her name was, who was like kind of the person making sure we stayed on time. (laughs) From Seward Helicopters. Yeah, from Seward Helicopters. And then the other helicopter pilot. So we had to have two helicopters because they were small. They're only four seats max plus all of our gear. So when I first started talking with them, I didn't realize we were going to have to book two. But that was really freaking cool to have two. Like I did kind of miss... You know, having Henry and Caleb there to like chat with, but being able to see the other helicopter amongst the landscape really put everything into perspective because this the helicopter looked teeny tiny compared to all these mountains like it was crazy. And we were doing some weird maneuvers. Like, I'm pretty sure the helicopter pilots were like in cahoots talking with each other because like Henry and Caleb, I think we're trying to get certain shots of our helicopter. So we would like be hovering there while they like circled around us or went above us. Like it was kind of crazy. But our first stop was Bear Glacier Lagoon. So it's basically like, I mean, we had just been at Glacier Lagoon in Iceland and it put this to shame. It was 
miles of icebergs. <laughs> yeah. Of bright turquoise, huge icebergs that we flew our helicopters in between for a while. <laughs> and then we landed on a beach and like behind this glacier lagoon was these giant mountains that looked like they were out of Hawaii. Like it was very crazy. <laughs> and we had this place all to ourselves. We were like miles and miles away from anyone else, just like frolicking around on this beach. And it was fun. What did you say when we landed that you were expecting us to go like straight into photos or something? Well, before we get to that part, I'd envisioned, I don't know, like a lot of touristy type activities that were like really boring. Like we're going to just go up like straight up in a helicopter. We're going to go, you know, at a reasonable pace Nothing too exciting or fun, but from the beginning, our pilot, like, as we took off, like, we went up and backwards, and that, like, totally was not what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. Turns out our pilot was an ex-Air Force, mm -hmm. and he was, like, dipping and weaving, and it was way more, like, exciting and, like, I don't know, more dynamic Oh, yeah, they wanted expected. us to be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, they were trying to get a rise out of us. So that was the way, whole time <laughs> way better than we expected. Yeah. So then we land and then I was envisioning that we would like literally like go right into taking photos. But it was really nice that we like got out. We kind of like took it in. Henry and Caleb kind of like chatted a little bit, kind of made a plan while Megan and I were just like soaking in this like beauty. And then once kind of we were set and they had a plan, then we went into it. But it was very like chill, relaxed, mm -hmm. and an enjoyable event as opposed to like a photo shoot, which I kind of thought it would be. I don't know why. Yeah. Just because maybe I was thinking that we were on this like tight timeline with the helicopter, but it was much more go with the flow. And we ended up spending a lot of time at all the different spots we were at. And, and it, was it was just really very enjoyable. chill. Yeah. yeah. And we got to hang out and laugh and goof around and stuff. And I think one of the coolest things too was seeing Caleb and Henry who I think, I don't know if Caleb, oh no, they because they both did a helicopter elopement before from Anchorage, I think, together. But even they were really mind blown by the whole experience because it was just a different spot for them. And yeah, it was just crazy. So we did, you know, we did some photos at Bear Glacier and then we hopped back in the helicopters and took off and kind of, I think that's when ours was just like hovering over the icebergs and like they kind of did a 360 around us. And then we kind of flew through the icebergs again and then down this river, like very close. Like we were really close to the ground. It was and, like Top Gun. That's yeah, what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy. And then we go up and out into Resurrection Bay where there's just like these huge cliffs I don't know how to describe it just like mountains like raising straight out of the water and we go across Resurrection Bay and that's where we like hover again for a while and their helicopter went up and over us kind of like sideways I think to get like some cool video and photo and stuff and then we go into a cove and like again through this like valley and then like up and over this kind of by a waterfall it looked like Caleb and Henry's helicopter was like gonna go straight into these rocks but he just like went really close to a waterfall and then we go up and over this like saddle and it was breathtaking our next stop was Godwin Glacier I think it's called 
But we did like this big kind of up and over loop before we landed right in front of Godwin Glacier. And like the scenery was just crazy. I thought I got a little teary eyed even. And then we land right by this glacier because they knew we wanted to drink our margaritas with glacier ice. (laughs) So we included the stop at Godwin Glacier where you can get right up next to it. So they drop us off. We have to like hop over this little river because like the glaciers at this time of year are melting, right? So they form like the little rivers that turn into like the waterfalls that you see and stuff like that. But it was like rivers mixed with silt or something. So it was like almost like a like a very light chocolate milk color. And we had to hop over this river to like get to the glacier. So it was a little deeper than we would like. So Todd is like getting these rocks and like throwing it into the river to make an easier path for me to like hop through with my dress on. So that was a whole thing. (laughs) Which was really fun for me because I was envisioning when we were going to elope doing kind of more of like a hiking thing. It wasn't that big of a deal, but this was like kind of the adventure part for me was like, so I'm in my suit, like carrying all these like boulders or like rocks <laughs> the size of like mini basketballs not like huge i'm like put them on and then caleb's like trying to fill in like some spots too so we have like a kind of dry step across this creek slash river yeah so that was really fun for me it was fun having to hop over that and all of us kind of hopping it over it in our different way <laughs> So then we get to like a part of the glacier that's like clean and we break off little parts of it to put in our margaritas and like Todd had packed four glasses so that we could each have a margarita. And it was like, I don't know if it was just the day or the glacier ice, but it was like the best margarita I've ever had. No joke. And you've make you make me margaritas all the time, but it was really good. So we had our margaritas. We had fun at the glacier and then we hopped back into our helicopter to go to the next location so we kind of went up and like around the mountain and then kind of followed these lakes because there's a bunch of alpine lakes i'm like oh there's a beautiful lake down there and then there's another lake and then another lake and then a bigger lake and then we landed right next to the bigger lake and hopped out and it was just like again we're like three thousand feet above sea level now which is like a big deal around there because we were just at sea level and we're surrounded by these lakes. You can see Resurrection Bay in the distance. We're surrounded by towering mountains that are in all these different shades of green and brown and different kinds of rocks. There's like Godwin Glacier in the background and we're like, okay, well, where do we say our vows now? So we're just kind of like scampering around trying to find a good rock to say vows. And it was just so huge. Like you'd see something and be like, oh, we should go over there. But it was so much farther than we really thought it was. So we just found a rock to stand on and said our vows. And I would have cried if my adrenaline was not through the freaking roof from those helicopter rides. And you cried a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It was hard to get the words out. Yeah. It was like, I think, I don't think I've ever said that much like sentimental lovey-dovey stuff at one time. You know, I've never done that before. It was like nerve wracking, but exciting. Neither one of us are big words of affirmation people. Yeah. So just a little bit deeper than we normally chat about each other. Yeah. So it was fun and really romantic and very deep. It was. It was lovely. Yeah, and Henry had an app on his phone where he, like, 
got the GPS coordinates for where we were saying our vows, which was something we had talked about on our initial phone call like a year and a half prior, but hadn't really talked about again. So I don't know if he does that for everybody or if he just remembered, but that was really important to us. We've been like talking this whole time about like, are we going to get tattoos of our like GPS coordinates, even though that's kind of like basic, but I don't care. (laughs) So our vows were great, very meaningful, very heartfelt. I think even like we read them again the next day and it was even more like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. Cause in the moment, like you're listening, but you're only barely hearing little bits of it. Yeah. It's just hard to like process the whole everything that's happening. There's so much stuff happening. So we say our vows, we have our kiss, we kind of celebrate, we take a couple photos there, and then we start exploring the area some more, kind of go down by this waterfall and then like back up by this other lake. And I think Henry and Caleb both busted out their drones. And we got some really cool drone stuff because it's just massive out there. We got some photos with our little doggy masks and not mask heads i don't know what you want to call them they're like the heads of our dogs printed out and put on a stick (laughs) and we just had a lot of fun it was just really chill zero expectations and then elise and the pilots came back to get us because we were running out of light and we had to land the helicopters before the sunset we kind of ran over on our time a little bit but yeah we like hopped back in the helicopters oh you went in the front oh yeah because the first when we first rode the first couple little legs megan and i were both in the back next to each other because we were just you know holding hands and just taking it all in being cute little couple and then the pilot was like asked if we'd flown before and i hadn't so this is my first helicopter ride so he's like oh you got to ride in the front so i got in the front and it was awesome (laughs) it's just like all window up there yeah and and uh, he was messing around like he like went straight down a mountain just straight down i felt like yeah it was an evasive maneuver that we were not like really ready for (laughs) but like he got a kick out of it because we were like super pumped and at one point in time he was like if you need to grab something grab your harness don't Mm -hmm. grab my stick as in like the control stick Mm -hmm. and so like we do this like dip maneuver and i like kind of put my hands out and then we remembered and I like grabbed my harness and he thought that was hilarious that like I had to think about it but then I followed directions and I don't know it was just a fun little moment because I was not expecting it and it was really fun yeah and I just remember from the back seat just seeing Todd be like oh my god (laughs) and just like the biggest smile on his face and that was one thing I talked about in my vows that like I loved about him the first night we met was that I just remembered him having this like huge smile on his face the whole time. And that was the same with the helicopter, just huge smile, just the whole day, huge smile. So yeah, after we said our vows and took photos with our dog heads and (laughs) like kind of explored around, we went back and took the helicopters back. It was like kind of quick getting back to the helicopter pad. And then, you know, we had to say our goodbyes and that was really sad. And it was not... Even though we had just spent eight hours doing everything, it was not enough time. I was amped. And then we went to the Flamingo Lounge in Seward afterwards. And that was kind of interesting, going into a restaurant with our clothing, our wedding dress on and stuff. And Because Seward is, I mean, it's a small town. I think we looked it up at, there's like 2,500 people. And it was like kind of the end of the season, like mm-hmm. end of the summer touristy season. So probably mostly like locals. 
And yeah, we were definitely, we stood out. Yeah. (laughs) And at one point in time, oh, Megan had left her ID in the car and we ordered drinks. And so like I went out to get it and some people were leaving the bar and the guy kind of sarcastically snarky was like, oh, watch out, man. The best dressed guy in Seward coming through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were the best dressed guy in Seward because everyone in Seward just wears rain boots and old jeans <laughs> yeah i mean it's an outdoorsy like fishing area like. yeah so yeah and then i hit a freaking wall when we were at flamingo lounge like we ordered some food and drinks and it was really good but i was like i need to get out of this dress i need to go lay down it was like all the adrenaline had worn off and yeah and then we went home and saying goodbye to like caleb and henry was sad because I feel like it's always sad after an elopement day, like for our couples too, because you do, you want to spend more time. You don't want it to have ended. So yeah, so they kind of, we all went our separate ways. They all left Alaska the next day. And then we stayed for like another five days. And the following day, we basically just hung out and did not much stuff except for a nice dinner. And then what else did we do? Oh, we went kayaking. We went on a boat tour. We had just missed the orcas and humpback whales by like days to weeks, which was sad because I really wanted to see orcas. But we saw sea otters. We saw beluga whales. We saw bald eagles. We saw harbor seals, sea lions, puffins. And we saw a moose. We didn't see any bears in the wild, but we saw a bear, a few bears at a conservation, animal conservation place. We went to a couple breweries. We took a water taxi to go kayaking. It was just an awesome trip. Super awesome. So great. Remember how I was talking about how like it wasn't until this year that I really appreciated glaciers? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like 39 years old and I'm just now understanding how cool glaciers are. But like, yeah, we've just had so many glacier experiences this past month and just the best elopement day, best day of our lives, completely exceeded and blew our expectations out of the water. I never felt as beautiful as I did that day. And like thinking back on it, if I had to change anything, I think I would worry less about some of the details. I was worried about what socks I was going to wear. And the length of my hair extensions and what our vow books look like and the color ribbon that I put on the bouquet. I mean, I guess that's all I had to worry about going up to it, you know, but I was worried about a lot of little nitpicky things that in the grand scheme of being on a helicopter in the middle of Alaska did not fucking matter or change the photos or how the day went or anything like, yeah, there's a lot of things I kind of worried about that I didn't need to. What about you? Is there anything you would have done differently? I actually don't think so. I think the timing was great. I mean, you mentioned that it would be nice to have more time, but we never felt rushed, Mm -hmm. which was nice. We got our activities in. We saw like a lot of cool different landscapes. Yeah, it kind of was just perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. If anything, I just recommend to everybody to do an elopement. (laughs) Just the two of you. We're having a little party at the end of October with our family. We're making it a big deal and having 
photos and invites and stuff like that. But just from our own past experiences with marriage and shooting weddings and elopements, it was definitely the way to go. It was not that stressful. I mean, even though I worried about my socks and ribbon colors and stuff like that, it still was very easy. And we really just got to focus on each other. And ooh, and hiring good vendors <laughs> was key. Like we just did not have to worry about anything. Hair and makeup was on point. Flowers were freaking amazing. And from locally grown flowers, which I thought was amazing. Shout out to Honey Bloom Florals oh, yes. Yes. in Anchorage. Yes, Melissa. She was awesome. Her values aligned with ours. That was great. Beautiful flowers. Caleb is awesome. Henry, of course, is the goat. <laughs> and like our helicopter people were awesome. The Airbnb people were awesome. Shout out to Salted Roots because we forgot some of our letters that family members had sent us and they shipped them to us. No problem. It was all worth the expense. And I'm so excited that that's our memory forever. That is so freaking cool. Yeah. And... My last note would be, I'm so glad that we like trusted Henry and Caleb to like do their jobs. I don't think we used our phone at all. So I took like no photos, no videos. Very intentionally, we decided not to do that so we can like really be in the moment. And mm -hmm. like now we can't wait to see like the professional photos and the professional videos yeah. as opposed to like a selfie or like mm -hmm. just me cheesing <laughs> in the helicopter because it would have yeah. taken away. The experience, like we yeah. really truly were like getting to experience it mm -hmm. and like really take it in as opposed to like, oh, how can I like take a cool photo? Yeah. When I, yeah. I didn't touch my phone the whole time. And afterwards, I was almost regretful of that because I wanted that like immediate, oh, my God, look at this kind of thing. Like, but I have all my memories of it. And I know from experience that if you're trying to document something with your phone, you are not experiencing it in real life. You know, you're experiencing it through your screen. And so I really did just like mentally, I was like, remember this moment, Megan, like, this is so cool. And I have great memories. And Henry delivered sneak peeks like the next day, which was crazy because he was on a freaking plane and traveling. I'm so glad that we just trusted them to do their thing. They even did airdrop us some quick photos and videos that they took with their phones. So that was kind of that nice instant gratification to kind of look back on it because I just wanted to live in that moment forever. But yeah, it was, it was nice to not have to worry about any of the details that I normally worry about on someone else's elopement day. I just got to relax and take it in. So yeah, best day ever. Best day ever. <laughs> It was amazing. And yeah, I know a lot of people were talking about that this being their royal wedding, which I thought was so freaking cute, mostly like my coaching students and photographers and stuff like that. So that was the rundown for you guys on how amazing it was. And so glad we got to kind of like, share this piece of our life with you guys, because everyone was so excited and kind and sent their congrats and commented on the photos and like you guys just made this such a special time for us as well so thanks so much and i can't wait to see you on the next episode bye bye thanks so much for joining us on this episode of stoked with megan mcphail if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast please subscribe leave a review and tell a friend if you're looking for more inspiring content check us out on instagram at stoked with megan mcphail 
And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.